sound. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that still was good enough. If it was good enough for me, but let, let me share something with you real quick. Uh, Pastor Jasper, I was in New York on my way downtown at midnight to go get something to eat. And I realized that there was a traffic jam at midnight. And I said to the driver, I says, now I know I'm in the Big Apple, but a traffic jam at midnight? But I found out that there was an announcement that was made. There was an announcement that was made that the very terror, the very killer, the very one who everyone's afraid of with a heightened security where he was shot and killed and his body was thrown in the ocean. It was then told that Osama bin Laden had been killed. Then immediately the people ran in the streets and they rejoiced and they celebrated because the enemy was dead. Well, they didn't need no camera, to sh no pictures to show us how it was done. They didn't need no video to show us how they did it. Only thing they went off was just a word. How much more that we can go off on that we know that the enemy is already defeated? That we know that we in a fixed fight. Then we come to church and we patty cake them. I'm going to give you another chance to put your hands together in this place. Lift your voice like a trumpet. And give God Let me let me help y'all son let me help y'all a little bit tonight uh, you have to understand when I when I tell you to put your hands together I'm not telling you to put your hands together as a formality like I'm your spiritual cheerleader but you have to understand what a clapping hand does for you uh, I know a lot of people say the clapping hand it pierces the eardrum of the enemy but can I tell you what the Bible says what the clapping hand does for you the Bible says the clapping the hand it hisses the enemy away and some of you came with the enemy right there at your doorstep tonight. And I'm going to give you another chance to put your hands together in this place. Lift your voice like a trumpet. Let me, let me give you one more thing. You have, you have to understand something. When I tell you to lift your voice like a trumpet, you have to understand that a sound perceived the move of God. And whenever you need God to do something for you, you got to know how to make a right sound. We got a lot of people come to church who make a lot of noise, but they don't know how to make the right sound. Okay, y'all, some of y'all look me kind of funny tonight. Let me help y'all a little bit. The, children, the Bible says the children of Israel, they marched around the wall, and only thing that stood in between them and their promise was a wall. And all they had to do was to shout. The, uh, the ground shook and the walls fell. Some of you tonight are right there at the brink of your promise. Some of you are right there at the brink of your breakthrough. And I'm going to give you one more chance tonight to put your hands together in this place. Lift your voice like a trumpet. 
Father, I thank you now tonight for what you're doing in the midst of us. And Father, first of all, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for just who you are. Father, I thank you for the angel of this house. I thank you for Pastor Jasper even right now. Now, Lord, bless him indeed. Enlarge his territory. Now, Father, whenever there's enlargement, there is growth. And whenever there is growth, there is growing pain. But, Father, I thank you for easing that even right now. Father, I thank you for the people that are here tonight because I'm blessed when your people are blessed. And I ask you to bless your people like never before. Now, Father, I thank you for the prophetic gifting that rests upon my life. Because it's not about me, but it's about you. So I'm going to decrease that you may increase. Lord, allow your blood to prevail and speak for us even right now. Now, Father, cover the best gift in this place. Now, Father, I thank you now for allowing me to hear like Samuel, the mouth of Elijah, the double portion of Elisha, the works of Moses, and the sea like Ezekiel. I thank you for using me as your prophet. Now, Father, tonight when your people allow their spirit to connect with mine, I thank you for what you're doing in the midst of us even already. And through this all, you shall receive all the glory and honor and praise. Now the words I speak tonight shall be spirit and shall it will create life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. And while you're at it, put your hands together for my brother, your pastor. Come on, let's love on him. Pastor Jasper Well, Let's thank God for the woman by his side. She makes him look good, don't she, y'all? Let's thank God for her on tonight. And to all the ministers of the gospel, to Pastor Wilder, all the way from Asheville, to my, and to Worship Center of Atlanta, thank y'all for following your pastor, to my senior elders and my executive elder, and to you, my brothers and sisters in creation in Christ. I greet you, my Lord, Savior, name Jesus Christ, for God is good, and all the time. You may have a seat before the presence of the Lord. I'm not going to be before you long. Even though Pastor has a, a time that he gets out, but but Pastor, I just want to tell you that uh, <laughs> I don't I don't believe in staying in church all day long, anyways. Because they they say that people stay in church all day long, or people are broken, got nowhere else to go. <laughs> and I know I ain't broken. I know I'm not preaching to no broke people on tonight. Let's thank God for the ministry gift of Richard Andrews tonight. Can y'all love on him? Bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. Uh, I, 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 there is a word from the Lord tonight, and I, I want to share this. First of all, before I even uh, uh, bless this house and share what God is saying, let me let me get this out the way. Let me share with you what the Lord told me for the body of Christ. 
that I send out. Uh, you can stay right there. Eric, thank God for you. Uh, 2019 is a year of repositioning a season of signs and wonders and supernatural acts of miracle. The number 19 means faith. It also symbolizes grace manifest. It relates to the ideas of physical manifestation. The Apostle Paul tells us this in Romans 1 and 19 where he writes because that which may be known of God is manifest among them for God has manifested to them first natural then spiritual we have witnessed that our government has been in constant state of change people are being repositioned like never before for the past two years it's something that we have never seen before and the Lord says there are people in positions that have been occupying space to the full fullness of time when it was yours all the time. So you're being positioned for your promotion, your increase, restoration, vindication, and the things that you've been sowing, you can really see the manifestation of your harvest like never before and prosperity in all areas of your life. These actions are not going to be due to men doing it, although they're going to be involved, but not the cause of your promotion. They're not going to be the cause of it. It's going to be divine intervention where you know that there's nobody but God in this miraculous hand. David declares in Psalms 19 that the heavens and everything else humans see a living testament to existence, glory, and power of God. So our responsibility is to trust him and he will provide. We provide faith and he, and he if we provide the faith, he will, preside, he, will preside, he will provide us the grace to endure. Do not be the group of people who are committed to results only and not committed to God. Your commitment will end up in results. So no, do not get distracted on what's happening around you because the number 19 also represents and implies God's perfect order. So whenever there is earth chaos, there is God's sovereign order. We have five more years of the gathering of our wealth in our financial revival before the end and the beginning of that will start our spiritual revival that's going to happen in the church. So my brothers and sisters, taste and see what the Lord is getting ready to do. If you believe and receive that this is your season of your miracles and your signs and wonders, you need to give a shout right there what God is getting ready to do in your life. Before I get ready to start, and, I, and I'm going to give you the word of the Lord. Before I get start, your pastor has been very kind to me. He was the first person who welcomed me to the city. I thank God for him allowing me to grace his sacred desk because so many people are intimidated 
by not allowing other preachers in the city to come because people feel like that uh, it may hurt them in the long run but I thank God for the oil in this man's life and what God is getting ready to do for him but Pastor Jasper, let me, let me share something with you as the Lord was sharing with me as I was getting, as I was coming here and he was dealing with me for this past week concerning you and this church. The Lord told me, he said these words, he says, tell him his recompense reward is coming this year, coming up. Your recompense reward is getting ready to come is because now he has to make a spectacle out of you for the ones who thought that not only that you lost your mind, that thought that you was out of the will of God. God said what he's getting ready to do for, and, and I have to piggyback because I, I know what the God said. He says, now this next level of gathering of wealth that's getting ready to take place, it's going to be like what God is getting ready to do. He's getting ready to bless you because he's already set your table. Not only did he set your table for you, but he also, what he's done, I literally seen a platform that was being built for you. This platform is the way you're going to be able to share with people because people are going to come. It's like, for some reason, I kept hearing the word transition. I don't know if it's something that you're writing or something you're going to do or something, but you're going to show people how you're going to be able to transition and transcend. And God said, because he had placed that even upon you, even on your life, God said what he's getting ready to do, it's going to be like a fresh wind that's getting ready to hit your church. Because you thought that it, 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 this, this place is not going to be able to contain what God is getting ready to do. What's getting ready to happen even in this church? Because what happened was, you already had filled the people up on where it was getting ready to go. Sometimes it seemed like some things were slipping out of your hands. Sometimes it seemed out of control and you had to get it back in control or, or it seemed like, okay, God, what direction I'm going right now? God says, I had to shift you in this other direction that's getting ready to come. He said, this is what's getting ready to take place. First of all, there's going to be a wind of healing that's getting ready to hit your church. This wind of healing to the point where television cameras getting ready to come in because of the miraculous that's getting ready to take place. Dead is going to rise even because of you. The Lord told me to tell you this. You have gotten to the place where you can change God's mind. Let me help you out to help you understand this. When when God was getting ready to kill the children of Israel and he was going to take them out because of their foolishness. Moses had to stand in between God and the people and he changed God's mind. My brother, the Lord says, you have gotten into a place where you'll be able to change his mind because the way you seek his face. You've also been telling the Lord that I'm not going to let you go because of this change because I want a whole total transformation even within me because you're hard on yourself. 
you're almost about as hard as, 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 as John Wesley when he used to whip himself and thinking he's beating the demons out of him and things of that nature. I'm not saying that's left that nature. So for some people thinking that they're going to go off to the left in their thinking. But the Lord told me to tell you this. He says, tell him that he's my son. He says, and I found myself a faithful priest. I should do according to my will. And the Lord says, I will build you a sure house. You haven't seen the house where he's getting ready to build. You haven't seen the type of people that's getting ready to come your way. Also, the thing that you told the Lord, I don't want just a multicultural church where somebody's marrying that come. I want them to come. The Lord says, all nations is getting ready to be at your feet that you've been telling your people that you've been seeing what's getting ready to take place. And the Lord says, and, and they're going to come and bring their treasures and they're going to lay it at your feet. The Lord says, you're getting ready to see this wind that's getting ready to take place, that's getting ready to happen. You're going to see this wind within these next three months where you're going to see that it's going body but God to the point when by the time you touch the mic, there's going to be times that you're not going to be able to preach because the glory cloud is going to be so thick in here. Yes, Lord, I hear you. I don't know why I kept seeing some type of a transitional for drug addicts and transitional home for people transitioning. I don't know what is this I'm seeing right now, but I keep seeing that and I keep seeing an educational wing. I don't know what they have doing about education, but the Lord says, tell him I'm getting ready to do some things because you're getting ready to equip my army that's getting ready to take some things by storm, even in this city and even in this region. You're one of the set calls, one of the set elect that God called for the season. And you're getting ready to see it like never before. Some of y'all need to celebrate with your pastor, your leader, what God is getting ready to do. Because if you're able to celebrate with somebody else, then you are next in line. Where my praise is at. And God's getting ready to do it for your wife because you've been praying for your wife concerning some things about her ministry. About her ministry and how she has... That. When I say covering, I mean even the times praying over you at night. Praying over you when you sleep and you don't even know it. To the, sometimes that she's been carrying the burden of ministry of you. She want to take the weight off of you. Some things you've been telling the Lord. As a matter of fact, you even asked the Lord not even just not long ago. Because it's, it's like you've been trying. I don't know. I'm not saying you're not trying. You haven't found your place. It's like, Lord, where, where is this place? And the Lord says, tell her that she's not only going to have this deliverance ministry, but, 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 but to the point where you're going to be the type that's going to run out demons. Because certain things that you see arise, you pray against it. 
and you always tell it that it got to go. Matter of fact, to the point, it, 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 it's, it's, like, it's like you're the seer. I know he prophesies and he sees, but you're the seer to the point as you protect him for certain people that even that comes around him. Because you tell him, baby, I need you to watch this. I need you to watch that. I know the Lord took me. Some things you don't, you, 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 you didn't recognize and see. But after this day, the Lord says, when the next time you touch the mic to preach, they're not going to recognize you because your ministry is just not for women. Your ministry is for the body of Christ within this whole. Come on, y'all need to celebrate what God is getting ready to do. Because if you're able to celebrate with somebody else. Turn to Genesis, the 37th chapter of Genesis. Let me get through this right away. Yeah, and Richard, I got something for you too. The Lord told me to tell you. But I'll get to you in a second. But let me break the ice for a second. <laughs> let me break this ice. Elder Cooper, apologize for a minute. When I seen you praising him, when I told the people to lift your voice like a trumpet, it was something you did like of emotion. I'm, I'm speaking of you. No, not you. Yeah, you. When I seen you, when you did this, it was like I seen three angels that were dispatched on your behalf. Matter of fact, I seen a BL hanging over your head. Let me, let me help you out with something when I'm about to share with you. Can you stand for a second? Yeah, I seen a BL over her head. Uh, let, let, I, I was at a store one day. I was at a store one day with my daughter, and, and, and she had, uh, and, and, and this man, this lady came in the store, Andrew, and she was trying to rush. And I said, go ahead, go and pay for your bill. And she gave the man her number, and she gave the man her number. I said, ha ha, I got your number. I'm a social predator, if you, I want y'all to know that. Uh, I, I, um, uh, um, I'm a conversation anybody. I said, I know your number, and I'm gonna give you a call. She said, you don't even know my name. I said, I tell you what, why don't you stand there long enough and I'll tell you. And she, I said, uh, my daughter said, dad, please don't, excuse, excuse my father, my, you know, my people around me always got to apologize. And she said, and she said, she said, please, she said, uh, she said, uh, uh, um, um, I said, well, your name got an L in it. I said, no, your name starts with L. She says, no, my name got an L in it, uh, but uh, uh, you, you, no, you, you know, it don't. I said, okay, now you want to mess with me? Your name is Felicia, but they call you Lisa. Your name is Belinda, but I see a Linda. Um, now I got your attention. Let me share something with you. I, you're not only a type of a person who always seek knowledge. You're always about the future of other people. I keep seeing young people around you and like you trying to point them to another direction. Am I talking correct? I go to Africa all the time. They always put the mic to the people's mouth and so they, they often not. The Lord told me to let you know that one, first of all, there is not only continued education is getting ready to take your way. Matter of fact, that's going to be paid for for you. But the Lord also told me to tell you this. He says, tell Linda tonight that I'm getting ready to make a visitation to her family. The Lord says the past eight months where the enemy tried to attack your family, 
the Lord says, I'm getting ready to visit the Lindsay family like never before. See, some of y'all need to celebrate because if you're able to celebrate with somebody else, then you... Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, now go try to find that on Facebook. Go, go tell them that. Turn to Genesis, now I got y'all's attention tonight. Turn to Genesis, the 37th chapter of Genesis. The 37th chapter of Genesis. The 37th chapter of Genesis. Starting with the 18th and 19th verse. 37th chapter of Genesis. 37th chapter of Genesis. 37th chapter of Genesis. Elder Barbara, I'm going to act nice tonight. 37th chapter of Genesis. Beginning with the 18th, 18th and 9th verse. 37th chapter of Genesis. 37th chapter of Genesis. And, and I'm going to paraphrase it while y'all reading along. And 37th chapter of Genesis, 18, 19 verse, when you have it, say amen. amen. And it reads, and now when they saw Jasper Williams afar off from a distance, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, this dreamer is coming I want you to look at somebody tonight who looks better than you all right just look at somebody <laughs> and ask them this court and tell them what happens when your dream becomes a nightmare look at somebody else and say what do you do when your dream becomes a nightmare uh, I come from a holiness church y'all so we talk back to the preacher if you talk back to me I get through this right away my brothers and sisters, you have to understand that uh, Joseph, Joseph the dreamer, Joseph the dreamer, who was the favorite son of his father because he was the favorite son of his father because of his old age. Here is Joseph, Joseph the dreamer, who has so much favor on his life. When his brothers be off working, he'd just be at home just chilling with his father. Here is Joseph, Joseph the dreamer. The Bible said that Joseph will often come back and tell about the bad reports on what his brothers is doing. In another word, Joseph was a sanctified snitch. Uh, here is Joseph, Joseph the dreamer. Uh, Joseph, who has so much favor on his life, the Bible says that his father gave him a special gift. He gave him a special gift that none of his brothers even had. He gave him a special gift of a coat of many colors. And his father gave him this gift and his brother was jealous of him because of what his father had given him. I gotta put a pin here for a second and I need to let y'all know something. People ain't jealous of you because what you're doing. People ain't jealous of you because what's going on. People are jealous of you because of the special gift that God has given you. Uh, here's Joseph, Joseph the dreamer. Uh, Joseph who had two dreams. Matter of fact, one dream was greater, it seemed like it was greater than the other, but really they was both of the same. That his mother and father and his brothers would end up bowing, end up serving here. And Joseph went and told his brothers about the dream. And then when Joseph went and told him about the dream, they said, who are you to sit up here and say that we will end up serving you? I gotta put a pin here for a second, and I need to let y'all know something. You have to be very careful on the things that you tell people in the direction that the Lord is taking you because you got some player haters who ain't gonna understand what God has for you even in your life. 
there is Joseph, Joseph the dreamer. Uh, his fathers told him, he said, come here, Joe. Y'all don't mind if I call him Joe tonight. He said, come here, Joe. I want you to go off and see what your brothers is doing. And I want you to come back to me and tell me what your brothers are doing. And as Joseph went to go see what his brothers is doing, they said they saw him far off from the distance and they plotted to kill him. They said, hold on. What about this? What about, look at this guy who sit up here said that he going to sit up here and do all the things that he's doing. So here comes the dreamer. Let's take him and take him out and see if his dream will still end up being alive. So one of his brothers who sit up here and said, no, hold on. What it be like if we sit up here and kill our brother? Because what it would be like if our brother blood would be on our hands. So they took him and they snatched him and they threw him in the pit. Now Joseph is in this dark, dry place and he cannot see no light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm in the mental state of Joseph right now and I'm sure Joseph had to be sitting up there and said, why am I in this situation that I'm in right now? I've been a good little boy to my father. I've been faithful to my father. I've been faithful to everything he told me to do. But why am I in this dark, dry place and I cannot see no light at the end of the tunnel? Some of you that's looking at me right now tonight, you are in a dark dry place and you cannot see no light at the end of the tunnel and I'm in your mental space right now and you've been asking the Lord now Lord why am I in this situation that I'm in right now I've been faithful to my pastor I've been faithful every time the door's been open I've been faithful on my tithes and my offering but why am I in this dark dry place and I cannot see no light at the end of the tunnel well I'm glad you asked you have to understand something you got to go through a process in order for you to get to the fulfillment of your dream until you got to go through the process and look at your neighbor and say you got to go through the process so here, so here, so here the Bible said, the Bible says that there were some Ishmaelites that came along and that they wanted to sell Joseph into slavery. And so as they sit there, sold him into slavery, the Bible troubled me here, Richard. The Bible said as they was taking him into slavery, the Bible said that the Lord was with Joseph. Now hold on Lord how in the world that you sit up here with me and I'm sitting up here being taken away from my family uh, but you got to understand something I don't care what it may seem like. I don't care what your circumstances may be. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care what 2018 must have bring you but I stopped by here to let you know all the way from, from West Midtown to let you know that the Lord is with you look at your name and say the Lord is with you so the Bible says, the Bible says, not got to move along. The Bible says he was sold into Potiphar's house. He was sold into Potiphar's house, but you got to understand something. But Joseph had to deal with some things. First of all, before he was sold into Potiphar's house, he had to deal with some lying brothers. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember the story. They said, come on, let's take a wild animal and seem like an animal has killed our brother. But, you, so, but some of you that's looking at me right now, you're going to have to deal with some lying folks. Some people lied on you, put some stuff on you that says some things are not even true. But don't worry about them. Only thing they're doing is pushing you a step closer to the fulfillment of your dream. Look at your name and say, I'm almost there. 
So the Bible says that he was sold in the part of his house. As he was sold in the part of his house, the Bible says that, that everything that he touched became prosperous. And so Potiphar put him over everything of the household because everything he touched became prosperous. I got to put a pin here for a second because, Lord, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bothered with this. How in the world can another man be prosperous on everything that I touch? Well, you got to understand something, y'all. Uh, you have to be faithful to another man's situation in order for God to be faithful to yours. You got to understand about faithfulness. Uh, look at your name and say faithfulness. Uh, because if you're a ruler over the little, he's going to be he gonna be a ruler over many, y'all. And so here, but, but, but Joseph was sitting in this situation that part of his wife, she loved what she seen. Matter of fact, she was looking upon Joseph. Matter of fact, she wanted a piece of Joseph. Some of you that's looking at me right now tonight, there's some people who wanted a piece of you. But no, that was not Joseph because it was someone of us. We wouldn't have been like Joseph. We'd have been like, what's the use for me serving God? And I'm in this situation that I'm in right now. But no, that was not Joseph. Joseph looked at her and said, what would it be like if I sinned up against my God? And y'all know the story that she took this coat and said, look at this Hebrew who tried to make Make mockery out of us. Uh, not only had to deal with some lying brothers, but now he got to deal with a deceitful woman. Some of you that's looking at me right now, some of you had to deal with a deceitful woman. So deceitful people who lied on you, try to trick you, and try to put you in an uncompromising position. But don't worry about them. Only thing they doing you pushing a step closer to the fulfillment of your dream. Look at your neighbor and say, "We almost there." But the Bible said that Potiphar was so upset. I'm just telling the story, y'all, the way I seen it. The Potiphar, they say the Potiphar was so upset, he decided to throw him into prison. He didn't throw him to any prison. The Bible said he threw him in Pharaoh's prison. Matter of fact, one translation said they threw him in a dungeon. And in other words, on the, on the most part of the prison. But something troubled me here again, Pastor Jasper. The Bible said as they was throwing him in the prison, the Bible said that the Lord was with Joseph. Now, hold on, Lord. My brother was plotting to kill me. They threw me in a dark, dry place. Can I see no light at the end of the tunnel? I was being taken away from my family, but you are still with me? I, I stopped by here to let you know I don't care what your circumstances may look like. I don't care if your money kind of funny, your change is kind of strange. I stopped by to let you know that the Lord is with you. Look at your neighbor and say, the Lord is with us. So now he's in prison. Now he's in prison. While he's sitting in prison, the Bible says he has so much favor over his life that the Lord, that the, he put him over everything in the prison. Uh, I got to put a pin here for a second, and I need to prophesy this over your life. The same unusual common favor that rests upon Joseph, now it's resting upon y'all. Favor looks good on you. In another word, promotion is on its way. Increase is on its way. New home is on its way. And if you believe it, receive that in this place, shout glory in this place. So, so here, so here now he was in prison. Uh, two of his guys, they had a dream. They had a dream, and, and, and when they had a dream, and they came and they told Joseph about the dream. And Joseph, Joseph stood up and told him, You know what? Your dream is very simple. As of you, you're going to be hung by your head, and the birds going to eat of your flesh. But as of you, uh, he says, The king is going to restore you back in the next three days. I got to put a pin here for a second, and I need to prophesy this 
promise over your life. In the next three days, there's going to be some unusual promotion and there's going to be some unusual uh, things that you're going to recover, some things that God's getting ready to do for you. Restoration is on its way. And if you believe and receive that in this place, shout hallelujah. Yeah, so here, so here, so here, he said to him, he says, all I need you to do, I just need you to do one thing for me when you get sent back to the king. He said, I just need to do one thing for me. When you get back to the king, just mention me to the king. And in other words, all I need you to do is just say my name, say my name, say my name. Look at your neighbor and say, say my name. Yeah, so here, so here, so here, but the interesting thing, but not only he had to deal with some lying brothers, not only he had to deal with a deceitful woman, but now he had to deal with a forgetful friend because the Bible said he forgot all about Joseph when he got up out of prison. Some of you that's looking at me right now, you had to deal with some forgetful friends who forgot you when you helped them, but now they got two quarters to rub together to act like they have already arrived. But don't worry about them because the Lord has prepared your table before your enemy because they ain't your friend they're your foe because you might as well get ready because you got next I need you to scream out we got next Pastor Jasper I need you to scream out I got next so here so here so here so here so here now but now it's been a 17 year span from the time that he was sold into slavery until now and Ella Rowland but now Pharaoh had a dream. Pharaoh had a dream that no magician was able to solve nowhere across the land. But then Joseph's forgetful friend says, you know what, king? I know a Hebrew boy who will be able to tell you about your dream. He said, well, go fetch him. As they went to go fetch him, the Bible says that Joseph went on and shaved his head, put on clean clothes, because he had a date with the king. I got to put a pin here for a second. I need to let y'all know something. You might as well go get your hair done, get your nail done, put your Gucci shoes on and your best suit on. Because you might as well get ready. Because you got a date with the king. Because when you got a date with the king, you don't stay in the same level that you are. You get ready to take it up to another level. And if you believe and receive that in this place, jump up and shout Glory! Here, so here now, now he's before the king. He said, Come on, king, why don't you tell me about your dream? And he said, When they told him about the dream, he says, You know what, king, your dream is very simple. He says, You're gonna have seven years of plenty and you're gonna have seven years of famine. But during the time of your plenty, you might as well get ready for your famine. And the king says, You know what? I need somebody who I know I can trust, I need somebody who I know I can deal with. He says, You know what? I know I can trust you and the Bible said he took his signature ring off and he placed it upon Joseph and he said and he stood up there and told him that now you are over everything of my kingdom and only thing is above you is now the throne and the Bible said that they paraded Joseph all through the city and it said hear ye hear ye this is the next man in charge I gotta put a pin here for a second and I need to let y'all know something church uh, you might as well get your balloons ready your floats ready and your 
your marching band ready because you would have paraded all through Norcross and said, hear ye, hear ye, this is the next man in charge because you mouths get ready because y'all got next. Y'all got next what God has for you. Y'all got next what God is getting ready to do because new looks good on you and promotion looks good on you. And if you believe and receive that in this place, jump up and shout hallelujah in this place. Oh, I got to get out of here. And now Joseph is the second H-I-N-C in charge. And he can't forget where he got for he got came from because he can't forget because you know how some of y'all get. Some of y'all seem like they're looking have already arrived. But no, that was not Joseph. He didn't forget, he didn't forget where he got came from because God has brought him from a mighty long way. Some of you tonight, you can't forget what God has brought you from because God has brought you from a mighty long way. Ah, oh, because I had not been for God on your side. Ah, oh, some of y'all should have lost your mind a long time ago. But some of y'all should have been in a loony bin talking to porky pigs and Bugs Bunny. But God has kept you. But God has preserved you. But if I had not been for that one particular brother, if I had not been for that one brother who said we cannot kill our brother because our brother be dead, Joseph would not be alive and his dream would be dead. If it had not been for his brother Judah, Joseph would have been dead and his dream would never be alive. See, some of y'all miss it already. If it had not been for your brother Judah, some of y'all should have been dead and your dreams should never be alive. If it had not been for your praise, if it had not been for your worship, some of y'all should have been dead a long time ago. Ah, but I don't care what it seemed like. I'm going to give him an undignified praise because you don't know where I've been through. You don't know where I'm coming from. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't know the story behind my prayer. I, I don't know about you, but I'm going to gather undignified prayer. Do I got any praises in this place who know how to praise him anyhow? High five your neighbor tonight and tell the neighbor don't mess with my praise. Don't mess with my holler. Come on, Eric, let's get out of here. And you got to let them know if you came here in a Mercedes and I came here in a Hootie, don't mess with my holler. I don't care if you came in shape and you came out all out of shape, but don't mess with my holler. I don't care if I said that you got your degree and I got my GED, but don't mess with my holler. I don't care if you came with your man on your arm and I'm loving my babies and my grandbabies, but don't mess with my holler because my holler keep me convinced place to jump up on your feet and give them a holler, 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 holler. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Give me strings, Eric. What happened? When your dream has become a nightmare. What do you do? Well, I got to go through the process in order for me to get to the fulfillment of my dream. 
Pastor Jasper, he had a deal with the lying brothers. He had a deal with the deceitful woman. And he had a deal with the forgetful friend. But the only thing that he did is put him step closer to the fulfillment of your dream. My, my mother had a dream. My mother had a dream that she would have a son that would be a ball player, a doctor, a lawyer. But she never thought that her dream would end up becoming a nightmare. She never thought that her son was one of the largest drug busts in Northwestern art history. She never thought that her son was looking at 15 to 35 years in prison. Can, can, can I testify in this place? Uh, I, I grew up as a preacher kid, and I didn't want to have nothing to do with church. You know, they try to say that us preacher kids are the worst kids, but that ain't true. We just doing the same thing y'all doing. <laughs> Y'all think we should be at home having Bible study and having ourselves. But we got to know God for ourselves. I didn't want to have nothing to do with church. And, and, and when my mother was doing her thing and making news in the good section of the paper, I was making news in the criminal section of the paper, I was, I ended up getting involved with gangster disciple. I lived my life as a for real gangster. I didn't care if I had somebody come dressed in black in a black ski mask to come and see you. Uh, and, and so, and I rose up high in the ranks. And one day the feds came to my mother's office at the church. They came to my mother and they said, we know what your son is doing. We know that the things that he's doing, he has other people working for him. He never have anything on him. But they said, we're going to eventually catch him. And my mother called me. And she said, son, what do you think that you're doing? She says, you have no other choice but to do God's will. She said, you had two choices. <laughs> you either volunteer or you get drafted. No other way. She said, you either volunteer, come in your way, get drafted, miss a limb, limping. She says, but you're going to end up doing God's will because I have a covenant with God. And he's a covenant-keeping God that my seed will be saved and my seed's seed will be saved. I didn't want to hear nothing she had to say. When they finally caught me, I was looking at 15 to 35 years of prison. When I went to prison, I, I was bitter and I was still doing things. I was running things on inside the prison. My cousin was running things on the outside of the prison. And I was, I was flooding the prison with dope and I was still making money while I was in prison. And they moved me from one prison to another, Pastor Jasper, because I was a threat to the institution. I did anything I wanted to do but walk out the front gate. And they, they said, no, he got to go. And they, they hiked my security, took me in the prison. And the, the prison that they sent me to, uh, they immediately put me in solitary confinement. They called the hole because they didn't want me in population because of the influence I had. And when they put me in there, this prison that I went to, seven people died by the hands of the guards. 
and they handcuffed me to the bed. And they call them the goon squad with their riot gears and their helmet. And they was coming in to beat me because they was planning on taking me out. And soon as they was coming in after me, the only name I knew what the call on was. How many of y'all know that there's still power in that name? Immediately something happened on the other side of the prison where a fight broke out. And they called it the man down button. And they had to go help out another guard. And one of the guards uncuffed me from the bed. And he said, you better think that name that you call. He says, but we're coming back after you. And immediately I turned my face to the wall. And I told the Lord that I surrender all. And can I tell you something, Mother? Jesus is the best thing. Do I got a witness in this place that ever happened to me? But you know, my process didn't start there. My process started when when I was at, when I was in prison, my mother came to visit me and she said these words to me. She said, son, she said, I'm not coming to visit you no more. She said, because as long as I keep putting my hand on you, she said, you're not going to change. She said these words to me. She said, son, I turn your flesh over to Satan so your soul may be saved. Y'all, that hurt me. Because one, I'm only child. Two, I'm a mama's boy. I ain't afraid to tell nobody that. And, and my process, she says, as long as I kept holding on to you, she says, I know you're not trying to change. The Bible says something very interesting. The Bible says when the four was bringing the paralegic unto Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith and never seen the paralegic man faith because the paralegic man wasn't coming for his healing because you have to understand in Jewish customs whenever they're in that type of position they can't have the Torah read to them nor can they go to the temple Be and, and, but see, and see because if you ever notice something Jesus because he easily told him pick up your bed and walk first but the first thing that Jesus said to him he says, son, your sins are forgiven. Now pick up your bed and walk. But the Bible said that Jesus saw their faith. How did Jesus see their faith? It's because if they kept holding on to the rope, they're saying I'm bringing them back in the same condition that he's in. But Jesus saw their faith. When when they let go of the rope when they said we know that you have the power to raise them right on up some of you that's looking at me today you've been holding on to some stuff that you need to let go and you need to let go and let God all he's been waiting is you to say give it to me I can do better with it than what you can I never forget my mother said something very interesting when we was on television together and she said I could save everybody else's son around the world but I couldn't get mine but the Lord says 
if you give them to me I'll make them for his generation today so she said I had to let go and let God but if it had not been for my brother Judah I should have been dead and my dream would never be alive because my mother kept her praise on in the midst of it all if it had not been for your Judah if it had not been for your praise you can't come to him with a closed mouth you got to know how to open up your mouth with the fruit of your lips let, 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 let me share something with you uh, I, I, I love telling the story because um, when I tell people about they have to understand about how important their praise will do for them. The day that I get married, I'm going to make a woman a very happy woman because I'm a man that can cook and I cook well. I can make some lamb that make you slap somebody. And my, I was home for a few days and my daughter came to me. She said, Dad, can you make some lamb for me? I said, sure. And so I went to the store with my son and, and I bought the food and stuff and, and, I, and I, my son put it in the trunk my son looked at me. He said, Dad, thank you. I said, boy, what you thanking me for? He said, for the food you just bought. I said, how do you think you can to part what I just bought? He said, because I know whatever you have, I have access to. I know. I know that's cute. There's more to the story. So when I got home and I prepared and I fixed the food and I fixed his plate, I gave it to him. He looked at me. He said, Dad, thank you. I said, now look, I'm a gangster to my heart. I ain't for all that mushy stuff. I said, man, what you thinking me for? I said, man, go ahead on. Go on. Enjoy yourself. He got done with his food. He put the plate in the kitchen. He looked at me again. He said, Dad, thank you. I said, boy, this boy must got in some trouble. He, he, did, he did something trying to butter me up. But then later on i was washing the dishes i don't believe in no dishwasher i'm old school i like my stuff clean and i was washing the dishes and 20 minutes later he come running in the kitchen he said dad thank you i said hold on boy what you keep thanking me for you thank me for something that you did not know was yours you thank me for something before you even tasted it Thank me for something when you got done. What you thinking me now for? He said, Dad, because I was in there thinking, because I'll think of how much, how much I love you, how much I appreciate you. And if you never did nothing else for me ever again, it doesn't take away that you're still my father. And I just want to tell you, thank you. You don't know where your thank you may get you. So I let I want to know when was the last time you told the Lord? All right, I'm getting, come on, put your hands in the air, begin to worship your Lord of Lords and your King of Kings. Come on and begin to worship him. Come on, begin to worship him. Open up your mouth with the fruit of your lips. Come on, open up your mouth with the fruit of your lips. Come on, begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Worship your Lord of Lords and your King of Kings. Worship him. Come on and worship him. Come on and worship him. Come on and worship Him. Each and every one of you tonight. 